but the game was different, right? The the, the rules was different. The ball. Oh, was the, Euro, different. the Euro the Euro style is different in America. The Euro style was a lot different than America. <laughs> That's the Especially, first time y'all seen that Euro step too, huh? Absolutely. Hi everyone, my name is Alessandro Lever. I'm from Bolzano, small town in northern Italy. Uh, came to Grand Canyon University and I'm about to graduate. My major is business management. Marvelous. Thank you, Alessandro, for hanging out with us today. Um, it's great fun. Um, you know, we've got a little bit of history in terms of we're one on one in terms of uh, camp championships. Um, you know, so it's really, really good to have you today. Um, and, and really happy um, that you're finishing up. You're finishing up next semester, right? Uh, this upcoming semester. So in December 2020, I'm going to graduate. Okay, perfect. You uh, you excited? I'm excited, yeah. Big time. Um, Again, not today. I'm going to start my master eventually. So. Are you going to stay at GCU and do it? Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. What's, the, what's your master's going to be in? Don't know yet. Hopefully, if I have the program, I'm, I'm trying to like get my master in international uh, business. Okay. Nice. Okay, cool. Um, right, so first question for you is how and why did you choose uh, Grand Canyon University? So after playing with a national team, the youth, the youth, sorry, uh, U18 was, I think, U18, uh, I was recruited by GCU and other schools. I came visit only two schools, which were, which were Georgia Tech and Grand Canyon University. After a few days, I decided to come to Grand Canyon University because of the environment, the coaching staff. You know, you're being to, to the campus. It's an amazing campus. Everybody is friendly. It's like a big family. Okay, okay. Um, and how did that process go? Did you, I mean, was it only two offers you had or um, did you have a whole bunch? I had other offers, but at the end, I kind of narrowed down to two, three that I wanted to visit and ended up only being two. And I'm I'm glad, I'm glad. On like you know you kind of whenever you, when you got a lot of options you kind of kind of figure out which one you think would fit best for you. Mm -hmm. Go and visit, see how it is, and you know I fell in love with just you. Okay, hey, and I'm not gonna lie. When I w walked on campus that first time, I mean I was like wow, like my camera didn't right. stop clicking. It was <laughs> man, it was yeah, gorgeous campus, especially with the weather as well. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, really, really, I can understand why. I can really understand. What type of scholarship did you get and did your grades play any factor? Uh, I got a full ride for, I think it's for sport. Academically, coming from Italy, my grades were good enough for me to be, I guess, accepted. Because with my city, between my city and my grade, because, you know, grade in Europe work a little, works a little different than in America. Um, I got out of high school with uh, 80 out of 100 because mm -hmm. we have accents and stuff, like finishing accents. And because my, I don't remember my SAT score, but it was uh, close enough for me to be accepted at Green King University because I wanted to have like a certain level mm -hmm. coming in my freshman year. Okay, nice. Um, what questions did you ask of, um, of the coaches when you were being recruited? Not really. I was just listening to them, trying to get as much as I could from them, see if they were genuine what they were saying, and trying to talk to the players and see if the players, what the player, players thought about their coach. So like, I would be like, so how's you know how's practice? How's weights? Mm. Do you like the environment? What you guys do all day? What 
what you guys do in practice. I was just trying to figure out like how practice was and how the level of basketball was here. Because I came here to play basketball, didn't care. I mean, I came here to play basketball and get a degree because in Italy it's a lot harder. Mm -hmm. You know, if you go professional, you practice what tw twice a day, every day, and it's, you know, focusing on school too would have been hard. So coming to the States was the best idea for like the best possible scenario for me to get a degree and improve on my on basketball. Um, and that's, you know, it's, I think a lot of our viewers, um, or a lot of individuals watching this, their biggest thing is, hey, I just want to go play basketball. Um, and I guess the education is secondary. And um, it's like, well, I'll do education if I have to kind of thing, but it's the whole uh, hoop dreams uh, mentality. So um, yeah, I can kind of understand, you know, making that decision. Can you tell us what league you're in and um, what's the league play like? So uh, what conference um, do you guys play in and what is it uh, a big dominated league? Is it a guard dominated league? Is it up-tempo? What type of play is it? I play in the Western Athletic Conference, which is being dominated by the past, what, 10 years by New Mexico State University. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, every year depends. You know, there's always teams that are it depends really by the team, what type of players that every, every team recruits, because sometimes it can be more of a big dominated league, like a few years ago, more of a guard. It really depends who's the best player on each team and how the, the coach wants to play around it. And what was uh, the, the style of play at GCU? The style of players was, you know, like my freshman year was, uh, we had a lot of good players my freshman year, we was focused on a lot of kind of everybody, but towards the end of the year was focused more on, let's say me, I don't want to be like, you know, much me, me, but like, it was focused <laughs> on me. I was getting the most shots ever, everybody on the team. And you kind of have to adjust because at the first part of the year, I wasn't playing. I was playing, what, 10 minutes a game, maybe coming from the bench. And towards the end, I started and it was a big adjustment. But, you know, it's been fun. Okay, and I, I, I like that you you know talk about the adjustment. Um, and you said you played on the national team. Um, I'm assuming um, that when you came from Italy, when you came from you know home, you were pretty dominant. You was a, a focal point when you was playing at home, and that's why you got recruited. So when you came over to GCU, and now you were you know not getting many minutes. How did you deal with that mentally in terms of, hey, I was a guy back at home and now I'm, you know, at the bottom of the totem pole. Um, how did you adjust to that? How did, how did you mentally um, cope? I mean, at first it was a lot, you know, I can say tough because, you know, you're playing, but you're not really playing because you're not playing like important minutes. You play like as a reserve, so it's kind of hard. But, you know, you just kind of keep working. Keep working, kind of trust the process, get in the gym. Even because you're, I was, you know, you're a freshman, so, Kind of, that's where like the senior, junior, and sophomores come comes in front of you. If they're better, they're gonna play, of course, because they're not gonna play a freshman if he's not better than a sophomore, better than a junior, better than a senior. But you know, I just kept working hours, always in the gym, always getting shots up, working out on my skills, trying to improve as much as I could. And you know, I got a few chances practice. I show what I could do. I show what I what I was capable on, capable on the court. And eventually he gave me a chance, which I completely blew because I think the first time that I started, I ended up with, what, zero points for two games in a row. And I was like, all right, 
back on the bench. He <laughs> had a chance and I scored, I think, just 25 or something like that. So he just came okay. in there. Okay. And how was it? How did you feel like dealing with your teammates? You know, um, I'm sure they've had international uh, teammates come over, but, you know, what's the stigma? I know there's like a stigma of, oh, Europeans are soft or they're not as good or they're not as hungry. I mean, did you encounter that and how did you deal with that? I mean, we all European uh, international players. My freshman year, we had a guy from Finland, uh, two Australian guys, one African kid. We had me from Italy, a guy from Latvia. So we all all international players that were playing and they were, you know, we were playing, we were kind of showing that we're not as soft as people think. Mm -hmm. Basketball in Europe, because I believe that basketball in Europe is so much softer, which is not true because we just because we play more, we're more skilled players, Skill doesn't mean yeah. that we're softer. We play a little slower in Italy, we play a little slower pace. Here is more like jumping, running. But you know, at the end of the day, uh, we're similar. You know, we play, we just gotta, you just gotta get used to it. You know, used okay. to running, jumping, you know, context might be a little different, but you just gotta get used to it. Okay. Take some time, but eventually you're just gonna, you know, figure out how to do it and, you, and you're gonna get there. I like it. I like it. Um, so even though you're graduating in December, uh, the question is, what has helped you graduate and play? Um, are there any, you know, hacks that you can suggest, um, you know, that's helped you be successful this far and, you know, going to help you graduate in December? Uh, I guess that my, my, I decided to take multiple classes in the summer. Like so, I was, the freshman year I was taking three classes each semester, and in the summer they gave me an option to take one class, but I decided to take another one, which kind of boosted me a little bit towards graduating earlier. And every summer I took two classes, and I decided to take four courses every semester too. So you know you have to take what 16 courses or something. I don't remember how many courses, how many mm -hmm. grade, I mean like uh, what do you call it, how many courses you have to take for my major, but you know just getting as many courses as I could after my freshman year, because my freshman year I had to adjust to the new system, the new language, the new way they, they were doing schools, because in Italy it was all on paper. Let's say on paper, here is all online. So like yeah. homeworks are online, quizzes are online. You find everything online. So I kind of have, I had to adjust to it at first. And mm. I kind of struggled a little bit at first. Uh, but you know, you adjust and after that, I just decided to take four courses every semester, take two in the summer. And I ended up being able to graduate in December. Okay. So how many semesters or how many years have you been doing? Has it been four or three? This is your third uh, one, right? three. It's going to be three. Yeah, this is my third one. I'm about to start yeah. my fourth one. Okay. Um, what, what kind of allowed you? So, you know, I know you said doing classes over the summer helped reduce your time. But what have you done to kind of academically um, or like to support you doing that, you being able to do that? You know, just manage your time, I guess. Uh, find the time between, because we, we used to practice in the morning, so weights practice, uh, school in the afternoon around lunchtime. And after mm -hmm. that, you have some time to do homework. You just gotta get as much homework as you can done. So just focus on school. That's all you gotta do, basketball and school. Because if you can, if you, if you don't have good grades, you can play. I know, uh, I know that NCAA only requires a 2.0 to play, which is 
not that much, not that high. But teammates, they couldn't reach a 2.0 and they couldn't play. So you just kind of, you know, get your work done early. On the weekends, just get all your homework as much as you can for the week. Prepare for exams because it's all important. Like if you can, if you don't have good grades, you can play and you're here to play. So you need to have some good grades. I like that. Um, yeah, definitely trying to time management. And that's been a current theme yeah. um, amongst most of our guys is just, hey, you know, try and try and get in when you can. What's the best part of playing uh, college basketball? You get to travel a lot. You get to play, you know, non-conference. You get to play some big teams, some like, you know, big major teams, which is really fun always. And for me, I guess, college basketball, it's like playing at GCU, it's amazing. We have uh, the best student section in the country. We have, you know, 7,500 people in the arena, always packed. We have 3,000 students that make noise all the game. The first game that I played here, I couldn't even think, I couldn't even like listen to my talk. It was so loud. I couldn't understand anything. I was just like running around the court, like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I can't hear anything. I can't even hear the, my, my playmaker calling the play that we got around. So That's hard. why you got zero points, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> How is it playing for those fans? You know, I guess home and away, you said you've got the best student section um, in the country. Um, I've talked to a couple other um, players and they've said, yeah, TCU's got a very, you know, good atmosphere. Every, and everyone's kind of got to say, hey, their fan sections are the best. But what's it like when you're on the road and you're playing against, you know, where's, where's the worst experience you've had on the road? Uh, I mean, we had a couple of, probably 50 people in the arena, like Chicago State and other places like that. You know, it's it's okay, you play. You're here to play basketball. You, it's like a, every time you're on the road, it's like a business trip. You just gotta get as many dubs as you can. And fans, no fans, it doesn't really matter. You're just there to play and you just gotta focus on the game. I think well, it's, well, it's different, of course, because you don't have like the boot, like the crowd that you see you, like when you, I don't know, you dunk, it's like, yeah, let's go. So, you know, like you get hyped. On the road, you just gotta find something else that hypes you, which is like your teammates, you know, a good defensive play, you just get hyped all together and it just changes, changes the, the way the game can go. What about, um, have you ever been anywhere or played anywhere where it's been like the crowd's been so intense, like an away crowd's been so intense where, you know, they've been chanting your name or they've got like funny pictures up and it's like throwing you off? I had a few teams or I had a few teams like Mexico State when you play at their house, it's always packed because it's always 10,000 people. Uh, we played Louisville, was a, there were a lot of people. We played New Mexico University of New Mexico, the Lobos, and there were a lot of people and they were throwing trash the whole game. They even, you know, they even, they even got on one of my managers. Oh, really? <laughs> they, were yell, they were yelling at my manager, yeah. And how did, how did you deal with that? Did it, did it phase you or did it, you, you wasn't bothered or? Not really, it was just like, you know, it hyped the other team and it kind of hypes you too, because you're like, all right, they're talking trash. They just, you know, they say we suck. So we just gotta try and Shut show up. them that we, that we don't. I got you. I like it. With the knowledge that you have now and the experiences that you've gone through, um, if you could redo three things of your college career uh, or improve on three things, what would they be? I will definitely improve how I got here. 
Um, you know, I got here that I was 235 pounds. By the time I ended up my sophomore year, I was 251, 52 pounds. I gained 15 pounds a lot of muscles. I gained 50 pounds because I didn't understand how to eat properly at GCU or any other college. Because you come from, you know, Europe, uh, European food, it's a little healthier, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say healthier, but you, we eat in a different way. Yeah. I came here and I saw Chick-fil-A. I was like, oh, Chick-fil-A, tastes so good. Let's eat Chick-fil-A every freaking day of my life. And I eat Chick-fil-A twice a day. And I just started gaining weight. And, weight, and, weight. And, I, and I really wish that somebody before I reached that that kind of weight told me. My mom did, but I was like, I'm not listening to you. You're wrong. It's not, I'm, I'm not gaining weight. No. And then I broke in my hand my sophomore, my summer of uh, going to my junior year. I broke my mm. hand and I, w I already lost 10 pounds. But because I broke my hand, I decided to lose another 10. So now I'm 230 pounds-ish which are the best that I've ever felt in my life. So the, probably the advice is watch what you eat. Mm -hmm. If you have like a nutritionist on campus, definitely go there and ask for advices. Talk to your strength coach and be, yo, what should I improve on? Do I have to put some more weight on? Do I have to cut some weight? Do I have to, you know, eat this and that to, to gain this type of muscles? Mm -hmm. Another advice is uh, get, just get in the gym and work out because we have the gym open 24-7. We have a key card that we can just scan and get in. I've been a couple of times just getting there like the 1 a.m., 2 a.m., just getting shots because I didn't know what to do on Saturday night. Okay. Just, you know, couldn't get it, couldn't, couldn't sleep. Somebody, like some people, like some of my friends were like, let's go to a party. I'm like, I'm not going to parties. I'm just wasting my time. So I just went to the gym, get some shots up. Um, last advice would be make as many friends as you can because you know campus if you live on campus of course try to live on campus because there's so many people there and you see there's what 20,000 students if we have so many students we just like you know make friends talk to people uh, people like if you talk to people people won't think that you're on the basketball team and you're you know you think that you're the best you're god mm -hmm. on earth Let's put it like this, because a lot of people think that because we play basketball, we're on a full scholarship. We're like untouchable and we don't like to be, talk to people. You know, just make friends. Reach out, it's reach gonna, out to people. Yeah, reach out is gonna make, it's gonna make your process and your like college life much easier and more fun. I feel you. Okay, so we're gonna get onto the, um, the, tr the tourist questions, the trivial ones. What's the weather like in uh, Phoenix? Oh God, uh, hot all the time. The rich is, thankfully it's getting lower now. It's like about 90s, uh, you know, it's summer, it's like 115, 120, which you don't want to be outside. You just want to stay in as much as you can. It's just too much hot, too hot outside. You can even like walking out from the gym, you shower, you walk out of the gym, you go to your dorm and you're already sweating. sweating. So yeah, it's. It's crazy. Stuff. What's the like winter, the winter like? Nice. It's nice. Um, you know, during the day, it's kind of, let's put it like this. Winter gets cold here too. It's not like it's warm. It doesn't snow, of course. It's not, we have flash stuff, flag stuff, like a location up north, which is usually snows because it's in the mountains. But like here, it doesn't snow. It gets cold though. Like you need a sweatshirt or a winter jacket. But like as soon as like the winter goes out and it starts like a, uh, spring, it's nice. It's like 70 all day. It gets a little cold in the morning, but it's beautiful weather. It's perfect weather. I wish it was like this all year long. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so I'm a cold guy. 
I was uh, I went to Colorado a few like just two weeks ago. Seventies was great. At a blast because here it was like 115 degrees. There was 70s. I was living my best life. Okay, okay. So, so okay, 70s is the is the niche. Where's the musty destination of um, Arizona or Phoenix? You're like, like, what's the, you know, you being there, it, you know, I'm I'm talking to, or we're talking to, you know, potential students that might be coming to programs in Arizona or or you know even GCU. So. What's the what's the place to go? Where must they see before they leave? Oh, in Arizona, I didn't really visit that much. I guess definitely uh, good flag stuff because it's it's beautiful. Hike, I've been hiking up the mountains. It's really, it's pretty good. Sedona, do as much fun stuff that you can do because it's uh, so many things that you can do in Arizona. When coronavirus didn't hit, mm-hmm. you know, so much fun. There's so much things that you can do. Try new places to eat. There's a lot of good Italian places, Mexican spots, every type of food here. You would say Italian spot, huh? How uh, does the yeah. how, how how does the Italian food over there compare to the Italian food back home? Uh, you know, it's not the same, but it's close enough for me to say it's really good. You know, some some places even uh, import the products from Italy, which oh. is great. It tastes okay. really good. You know, you just gotta find the right spot. So that's the that's what I wanted to ask as well. Where would you recommend um, for someone to go and eat? Like, where's the best spot? If you said, "Hey, uh, I'm coming into town for you know four hours, I need to get something to eat," and you're like, "Hey, coach, go and eat here. Where is it?" Uh, I guess uh, Pomo Pizza. If if you like Italian food, you go to Pomo Pizzeria Napoletana. You go to Chibo, uh, North Italian, it's really good too. Um, oh, I got so many others. Forno 301, uh, Pizza Bianca is good. There's so many places here that are good. You know, that's What's your go-to? If you like right now, if I said, hey, I got some money for you, um, you know, I'm gonna take you out to eat and you're like, hey, choose one spot. What's the spot that you choose? Uh, probably Pomo Pizzeria Napoletana. Okay, okay, not bad. What's what's good over there? What's the best thing on the menu? Pizza. That's all I go for. That's all I go for. Pizza. <laughs> Fair enough. What's the time difference between um, Italy and, and Phoenix? Uh, nine hours right now. Okay. It's not that bad. Uh, not that bad. It's, it's like a whole day or not. Almost. Okay. How did you deal with that nine hour gap being nine hours behind them? Well, I got lucky that um, second year of high school, I moved to another town because I was recruited by another team to play there. So I moved, uh, I think it was two and a half, three hours away from home. So at 15 year old, I just adjusted to it and it helped me so much. You know, I adjusted to, you know, it's only three hours away. It was only three hours away. So if I ever needed something, I could just call my mom and be, mom, can you, can you come down? Mm-hmm. But you know, coming overseas, it's a lot harder, but I adjusted so easily to moving to another city when I was 15 that coming to the States wasn't a big of adjustment. Okay. You know, not seeing my family, it's hard sometimes because everybody can go home here. You know, I say, oh, I'm going home for the weekend. I'm like, all right, you know, have fun. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> but, you know, you just, and because of coronavirus, coronavirus hit too, I couldn't go home this summer, unfortunately. Mm. Just because I was scared to not be able to come back to the States. Come back, yeah, I was in the same boat, yeah. Um, but, you know, you just, you just got to adjust. 
find things that you can do to like take away your mind from you know missing your family or not be able to see them for like a year. And how how do you deal with you know especially during the season or you know when you said you broke your hand like how did you deal with being homesick like what devices did you have in place to kind of like you know help? I my friends my friends help me a lot you know hanging out with them they're trying to like you know just spending time with people that that you that you feel that you feel like they're your second family. What's the best place to get kicks in um, in Arizona? Kicks. Oh, shoes. Uh, shoes, um, yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm not that big of a shoes fan because GCU provides for everything, you know, slides, running shoes, walking oh, wow. around shoes, uh, basketball shoes, uh, shorts, t-shirts, sweatshirts. They provide everything. We're sponsored by Nike, so we provide by anything. I guess a good place would be, you know, any mall. They have a lot of places where they used to sell shoes. Mm -hmm. I've, been, I've been going to some, trying to find a pair of shoes that I wanted to try. For basketball, but I never got, I never found them. So, you know, it depends okay. what kind of shoes you're looking for. Right, Locker, no of course, have shoes. Footlock is always the go-to. Yeah, I know. Um, last few questions before I let you go. Um, obviously, being away from home, uh, being independent, uh, being kind of like out of sight, out of mind, and you know, you said you got twenty thousand students. There's going to be a lot of distractions. Um, there's got, a, there's going to be a lot of, you know, opportunities to kind of get into some things that you don't necessarily need to, such as drugs, such as alcohol, um, dealing with, you know, girls, I'm not saying that you shouldn't deal with girls, but I'm saying there's going to be an influx. Uh, can you talk about dealing with those distractions and how, you know, what, what method you, you use to kind of navigate through it? I've never been like a guy that likes to drink. So like I've been to a few parties uh, in Arizona. It's a little better than other places. I know that like in Texas, they if they catch you at a party, they taser you, they pepper spray you. Jeez. Arizona, they're they're cool with it. So they just go to a party. Police comes in. They say, "Yo, everybody get out." Everybody walks out. Everybody's fine. I've been to a few parties every year just before before we even start official practice. You know when you can actually practice for as long as you want. You know I don't I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't like any of that. It's none that my body needs. If you want to be a professional player, I feel like you got to understand what's good for your body in terms of like, your body doesn't need drugs, your body doesn't need to smoke weed, your body doesn't need any type of drugs, your body doesn't need alcohol. Like what, what good stuff brings alcohol to you? Like it doesn't hydrate you, it just gets mm -hmm. you messed up the next morning because you throw up so bad if you get too drunk. On the other side, you know, just gotta focus on what's important in your life. If you came here to have the best life, have the best for you of your life, you know, do what you think is best for you. Enjoy the time that you're here. If you're here to improve and get, and eventually try to get professional basketball back home, like a contract in Europe, or if you're good enough, you can make it to the league. You know, you know what you gotta do. Like you know, what your expectations are for yourself, and you know what's. And if you don't know what's good for yourself, you can ask people like, you know, should I, should I, should I do drugs? And they're like, no, you shouldn't. If you want to be a professional basketball player, you don't need drugs. Should I go out on Friday night if you play Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon? No, you shouldn't. You know your aunt, you know yourself, like you know for yourself what's good and what's not good for you. Like if you, if you really care about basketball and there's a party Friday night and you play Saturday, you're not going to the party. Because, mm. you know, you're here to play basketball, you're here to study, you're not here to, I mean, you you have fun. You have fun because if you you win games, you have fun. You can have fun, of course. I'm not saying that like 
you need to stay 24/7 in the house, 24/7 in the in the gym, just working all the time. I will like work too much, but you you kind of got a balance and understand where when one thing is too much and the other things is not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about balance and making sure that yeah. um, you know everything in moderation. Um, okay, so you don't drink, no drugs. What about the ladies? How, how you know, uh, you know, six foot ten coming in, got like a nice little accent, you know, got the blonde hair, got the looking like Clark Kent over there. So, you know, I'm sure there was a lot, like a multitude of, of, of women flocking to talk to you. How do you deal with staying focused and, you know, dealing with all these uh, women that are, are flocking to you? So actually coming my freshman year, I had a girlfriend from back Italy. After a few months, it was hard, so we, I just, we decided to break up. After that, I was just like single for a few months and, you know, I just hang out with people. Mm-hmm. Just trying to kind of have fun and I found another girl. And after a year and a half, I guess, I broke up with her and eventually started again a few months after that. You know, I was just, I'm goal oriented in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I don't need I don't need any type of distraction. I need somebody in my life that kind of uh, I wouldn't say help me, but supports me. And even mm-hmm. if they support me, I know what's best for me, so I know what I can do in my life, and I know what kind of person I am and what I want to accomplish. What advice would you give to the young people? I know before you were talking about watch what you eat and stuff. I guess that was more in reflection to yourself. But mm-hmm. what what would you say? You know, coming in, let's say you had a younger brother. Um, younger sister, you know, about to start the process. What advice, what information would you tell them to, you know, check before they came and committed to a college? Um, it's a hard one. I mean, I guess uh, life in college for me hasn't been anything like uh, living, at, like you know, uh, living at home at all. It's so much different. You gotta be so, you gotta be more autosufficient because you. Because, you know, like living overseas, you can be, mom, I'm coming home, do my laundry. <laughs> you got to do your own laundry. You can't yeah. mess up your laundry. Like you can't make, you can't put bread and white together or it's going to mm. be all pink. So you just got to understand and figure out how to live uh, by yourself. Because it's literally like a bigger step. Like, you know, it's not a step, it's like a big jump in front mm. from what you were when you were in high school. So I guess uh, it's not really an advice. It's just like you gotta just make sure you're prepared, kind of thing. That's yeah, just, you're prepared. Yeah. Your mind is prepared to what what college is because it's not it's nothing like you ever experienced before. Nice, I appreciate it. Well, my guy, it has been a blast having you. Thank um, you. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today. Uh, hi, my name is Alessandro Lever, and you've been watching the Euro Stepping. The game was different, right? The, the, the rules was different. The ball oh, was the Euro, different. The, like, Euro, the Euro style is different in America. The Euro style was a lot different <laughs> than America. <laughs> That's the it's first time y'all seen that Euro step too, huh? Absolutely.